And we're live. This is the inaugural episode. We're probably going to cut this part. <laughs> probably. Let's hope so. Hello, humans, and welcome to the Hello Calgary podcast. Freedom of voice. Welcome to the show. This is Hello Calgary, the inaugural episode, um, named after many conversations that I've had with this dude and this dude right here. There's supposed to be one more dude, but uh, that's all right. He couldn't make it. He's got young kids. Uh, to my left, sitting with the dog on the couch. You know it. You know it. Yeah, we got Cowboy Wally. Welcome, Cowboy Wally. <laughs> uh, all I have to say is hello, Calgary. Hello, nice. Calgary. Hello, Calgary. And to my right, we have Down Under Dan. Yep, you bet. I'm Down Under Dan. And all I have to say is, you know what? There's a feeling in the air. <laughs> I am feeling it, you know? You can't get anywhere. <laughs> that is amazing that you say that. Because uh, that's what inspired this whole podcast. Um, yeah, the song. The song that this is all named after, Hello, Calgary. And uh, we've talked about this at length, many a night. We have, we sh- we sure have. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a it's been a conversation throughout the years. And this uh, actually, there's actually already a podcast about this song. So there this is? song, this podcast has nothing to do with that song. I'm just kind of giving you a uh, precursor to why it's called that. The view from Calgary, North Texas. Here we are. Right? Oil and gas and everything else that you love there, Wall. Fair right? enough, yes. You love destroying the environment. And... <laughs> right? It's Calgary. This is yeah, what, you know where you what? want to come yeah. back to your roots. You know it. Well, you know what? I don't know about the destruction of the environment <laughs> and, and all that. I think we need an environment. Um, I think we can coexist. I knew you'd say something intelligent like that. <laughs> yeah. Something political. That's right. Well, I'm glad you've come from BC all the way down here to... Uh, Come talk with just little old me here on my stupid little podcast that uh, doesn't even exist yet. But uh, now yeah. that you're here and you're here, it's going to be a real thing, man. It's a pleasure. You know, we've had a few conversations over the years. Yeah. Okay. So what are we talking about here? The song, right? It's that song that we song. grew up with, that horrible song that like just got into my heart and really, I cared about it. I actually thought it was like my national anthem growing up. Do you know what I did too until it was ripped out of my existence? I have to uh, I have to get in here because these guys would always talk about their childhood and they love the song Hello Calgary and I never grew up with the song Hello Calgary nor any other Hello song but these guys would always sing it and always play it when they're around having beers and this is how it all started right uh, that's a big part of it 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 was probably around when we first met this is why I can't I want to ask you you never saw this. No, no, I never in heard Australia? of this. Or ne- no. Okay, so the song goes, there's a feeling in the air that you can't get anywhere except in Calgary. That's the real one. You bet. And this is... There's a thousand yesterdays and, and I, I love the magic ways of Calgary. From the... Yeah, you're on the way. Oh, from know. the prairie glow to where the sun says go. We're all good neighbors. Nope. Oh, you're jumping. Oh, I'm jumping. See, you want it so bad. It's hungry oh, in do. you. No? <laughs> what is it? The prairie glowed where the sun's no, no, go. No, from the prairie. You, 
from the prairies north oh, to where the sunset glows, we're all good neighbors. No, you jumped. Passing <laughs> by. No. Did I jump? Okay, hold no, on. I hear it. This is where it picks I'm up. I'm jumping, I'm jumping. Makes no difference where I go. You're the best hometown I know. Hello, Calgary. Then it was all. Hello, Calgary. But you know what? Channels two and seven. <laughs> Love you. It's all about it's all about it's all about a TV station. We did miss the touch of the sky though. Even because the song was so good, as soon as they got to the two and seven, I kind of felt like yeah, it's part of the song. It's all right to say channels two and seven love you because it was a good lyric. Remember the call letters for two and seven, do you? Uh, The what? The the call letters, like do you know? Oh yeah. CFAC. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, They also had a country music station. Of course they did. It's Calgary, which was CFAC. <laughs> or was channels two and seven CFCN? I think it was CFCN. No, CFCN was nine and six, wasn't it? Oh, it might have been nine and six. Yeah, yeah. CFAC was double then. It had a radio station and a TV station. Oh, because the the radio station, I would listen to it every morning. Because did they play the song? No, they would. It would just be like CFAC. It's like was there's no no really good song really. <laughs> We're gonna look up that song, and I think we should. I I don't know if I can pipe it in here, if I can like play this on my podcast, but it would be really nice if we could actually play the real song right now, and all the derivatives because the point of this song is that it's not just Calgary, no. and that's where our hearts got ripped out. We were listening yeah. to this song, singing along one day on YouTube, and then well, it was YouTube. Where, where hey, YouTube so, if I can there. ask, where was your heart first ripped out? It was probably uh, here Milwaukee. in this living room. I think it was in Milwaukee when I heard that. <laughs> Did, were you a in feeling Milwaukee? in the air that you can't, and I screamed out Calgary, and they said to me the wrong city. But where, where do you remember where you were oh, when damn. you learned about the? the I'm assuming I was right here yeah. in this sweet, I think it was this living sweet room. northern Texas town of Calgary. I was in. <laughs> I was at UBC, and someone else really? that I know from yeah, Leanne Karens actually from uh, <gasps> from Saskatchewan. From Saskatchewan, <gasps> she She's, was the one that oh, first dirty. told me. Do you know there's another song about that? And then breaking. I, I started crying. <laughs> I, did. I was all right seeing it across the Midwest, Milwaukee, Illinois. But then when I saw all those Australians. Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah. But not just like singing it like with the accent and everything else about some other country that I didn't think I'd ever see. It was the video. Oh, the video was crazy. Well, you the bet. Calgarian one, it was us doing stuff, right? Yeah. We were yeah, running a marathon. We were like high fiving, but we were not looking like at the camera. But in Australia, <laughs> that's what you do. There's the feeling in the air, and then everyone turns to the camera and looks at you that you can't get anywhere except, except in, in Melbourne. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the truth sure. is, there's only one place you can get that feeling, and that's here, right here in Calgary. So, hello, Calgary, and welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so, it's so good to be here on the inaugural episode. I wouldn't have it any other way, man. And my apologies for the sound in the background. That's not a dog being tortured. That's my dog um, with the toy stuck under the couch. We're going to have to help her out at some point. We'll here. give her a hand. We'll She'll give, give her a hand. Mozzie. <laughs> Come on. So uh, when did you live here, Wall? Oh, geez. I grew up here. I grew up in Calgary uh, from uh, a very early age until uh, just after high school. You got that toy there? He's- I'm working on it. Nice, well, why nice. did you move away, Wall? Sorry, I'm in your mic now. I actually I moved away to uh, to go to uh, uh, UBC. I went to to Vancouver to go to to go to um, university. Oh, that's right, the cow thing, right? 
no, not agriculture or something. The cow thing, yeah. So actually, I did my first Japanese year at UFC. Cows and oh. BC cows. You knew all the cows. I know all the cows, but the Frasians, yeah. the Jerseys, Frasians yeah. and the Jerseys. Yeah, I love the Jerseys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where's the best milk come from? Alberta. The That's best milk. Beef. That's a good best question. Beef. No, 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 no. My bad. Do you know you what? Love Alberta beef. Uh, I love Alberta milk. I think that Jersey cow probably makes the best milk. But. Yeah. Jersey milk, Jersey cow. Jersey milk, Jersey cow. That's the highest in butter fat. This guy knows his cows. Yeah, <laughs> legit. Okay, so then you went out. You're really milking it for all it's worth there. Well, learned all about the difference between a Jersey cow and Alberta yeah, cow yeah. that we chop up. And then, how did you meet Dan? Why did you end up down under? Oh, I didn't meet Dan down under. No, I we uh, I went uh, I went to Australia in '96. I think. Okay. Just to um, well, just to go to um, to go to school. I did my uh, did a master's degree down there. I'm a master now. So. In agriculture. No, no, I have a master's degree in international relations. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Much more sense. Much more worldly. Okay, I get it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Worldly wall. That's what they call me. So you bring Dan all the way back here. You guys decide to start up. Very. No, uh, I met Dan in Canada actually. Oh, sorry, I, I got that part mixed up. You're right. And then yeah. you just stuck around? Oh, here, let me help you. I stuck around like a bad smell. I uh, first came to Canada in uh, um, 2009, right before the, the, the Olympics in oh, Vancouver. Wow. Yep. In the, uh, in the winter there in December. I met Wall and... The winter and, uh, of discontent. Had a good time over the, the, the period of the, the Winter Olympics there in Vancouver. And uh, yeah, here I am, still here. Still kicking? Still kicking. But you've only seen, did you have the Olympics any other time in your life or just the Vancouver? Uh, I was part of the Commonwealth Games in those Melbourne, but uh, no, not what the Olympics. What part were you? Do those count? Those games? Commonwealth I Games, they the same? Well, no, I guess they're not the same, but... Does anyone care? Like, I don't watch the Commonwealth Games. I'm not saying it's <laughs> not... I'm not trying to put down people who are in the Commonwealth Games. I'm just saying I watch well, the Well, actually, I need to mention, the Winter Olympics are not a big deal to me. That's not, <laughs> like... That's, like, what happens. Like, the Winter Olympics don't really happen. They just... But to Canadians, that's their Olympics. I think you know Heidi I mean? and Howdy would disagree with you there, Dan. Oh, really? Do you know? Yeah. They probably would. Heidi and Howdy would give you a definite shake of the head because the Winter Olympics is kind of defining. Like you oh, were for Canadians? Both, right totally. There. Well, yeah. Which was better? Oh, geez. Yeah, the Winter Olympics for sure. The Calgary or the Vancouver, though, like between the two, which was the better? Because didn't they have the... They had the, we had the Winter Olympics. Oh, they had the Winter Olympics. Oh, yeah, Vancouver but as well. has there ever been Summer Olympics in Canada? Um, Montreal. That stuff's That's garbage. what I mean. Montreal. There's <laughs> Montreal. guys running around, jumping over Sweaty. stuff. Sweaty. Yeah, no, put Gross. them on some blades. Send them down a some hill. Some speed walking. Yeah. Eddie the Eagle. That's what reminds me. <laughs> I stand me. corrected. <laughs> Eddie the Eagle Edwards. Eddie the Eagle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We had... Jamaica uh, has a bobsled team. Bobsled Jamaica's team. got a yes. bobsled team. Well, that's a Calgary classic. It was? Yeah. And then cool the runnings. Pins. Remember all the pins that we were oh, buying and selling and trading? I've still got The two and seven pin. Yeah, yeah with the panda. I've heard on about it. this. Yeah. Panda. I got a panda pin. Yeah, two and that's seven. Panda magic. Because they brought the pandas the first time when yeah. they were magic. Remember the, the second time? Remember it seems the like the pandas are stuck here. 
You Panda know what magic? I mean? We can't beat them. <laughs> the Panda magic slogan. Remember that one? Here Ooh. you go, Well, Here's your well. time. It's just the panda magic at the zoo in Calgary. It's such a pandemonium. It's something gracious here. That, yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, it's a pandemonium. That is insane. Yeah. Now we're in a pandemic. <laughs> from a pandemonium to a pandemic. Oh so. Yeah, I see the connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It's scientific. Is it? You sound like Donald Trump now. <laughs> yeah, I trust the science. <laughs> I trust the science. And speaking of Donald Trump, it's around the corner. We're three days away. It is. It is around the corner. It's I know what November the Calgary 3rd. perspective is. <laughs> and it's horrible and I don't agree with it. And that's actually why I'm doing this whole podcast. Yeah. Is the Calgary perspective is as you would expect it would be, right? What do we uh, sell? <laughs> Who's going to buy it? I think it's Not changing. Biden. Though. I think it's changing. I think that's the whole problem, though. Like, everyone's looking at this election here in Alberta. just like, it has to be Trump, unfortunately, because if Biden gets in, we're going to have to sell something new, you know? No more. It really kind of changes the game for us. But you know what? There was a uh, a study out uh, just this past week that said that, um, and I, don't get me wrong, I am not a, I I am a, I think that Alberta at the moment does need to get its energy to to market i i've and you know even you know, come now being in bc people sometimes say they get angry with me but it's like yeah you know so why what? won't you let our oil in what's what's going on <laughs> talk to brendan brendan will tell you the yeah <laughs> the oil's coming in uh but uh it's um Oh, what's is that you whimpering, Esau, or is that the dog? <laughs> That's me because you won't take our oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's uh, it's um. That's that's not true. It's a sticky issue, man. It's, it's a sticky issue. Sticky. Ocean. I don't know if we're gonna have to pipe it all the way up to Alaska or what we're gonna have to do from here in Alberta. Well, you that know is what? The alternate plan I hear. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I, I don't, don't mind the idea of actually doing maybe everything ourselves. Yeah. Here's the other mandate of this I podcast is that I think we that. need to think a little smarter. Instead of having two choices down south <laughs> and the choices are that awful. And the same thing here. We still basically have two choices and it's all party politics and it's garbage. And I'm railing against it. I think we're smarter than that. I think like the person I vote for, I should be able to talk to and be like, hey, I want you to do something for me. I don't want you to represent me. I want my mm-hmm. vote to count. I want proportional representation like they have in your country there, Dan. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not your country anymore. This is your country. So fix it. It's you know? up to me? Yeah. Like, I think if you just was like, hey, where I come from, <laughs> it totally works. You know what? I have to speak to something about the uh, the way that people vote in Australia. It's the law. And if you don't vote, you get fined. So it is a completely different. It's the same system, the same like, um, you know, the houses and the the political parties like very um british british yeah what's <laughs> yeah. the word colonial i guess yeah, sure. um so, but in australia if you don't go and vote on voting day you mm. get a fine so so everyone's out they're all voting they're all making their vote count they're all having a say but uh it's definitely a privilege here to be able to have the right to vote whereas when i grew up like it's it's more of a chore to vote <laughs> requirement. Yeah, it's a requirement. It's more of like oh, I, don't, okay. I don't know. Do you, I don't know. Do you like it better def- this way, where you can choose to? Meh. Um, I don't know if I prefer it. I 
for the record, can't vote in Canada yet. I'm not a citizen. I'm still a permanent resident. So I definitely see the value in you guys having the, the ability to vote. Whereas before I saw the value of just like, oh, it's like something I had to do. Mm-hmm. So I definitely see the, the, um, yeah, the value in the, and the, what's the word? I don't know. The obligation perhaps. No, no, no the opposite. The choice. The, no, the, I don't know, the honor in voting, I guess, or the, what's the word? I yeah, can't think not of the opportunity, but just kind of like the right to vote is kind of a special thing. It's a very special thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, if you have the, it is. I guess if it's forced on you, it doesn't feel as special. Exactly. And right? now that I'm living in a country where I, hopefully in the future I can vote, but technically I can't right now, like people that can vote, I definitely see that it's a it's a it's a a value that you shouldn't take for granted. And do you have to vote in Australia if you're here still? No. Nah, well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't voted <laughs> for a while you. in Australia, but um, I think no, once you if become a non-resident exempt, of yeah, Australia, yeah, you don't have you to. You don't vote, have to. So, so yeah. I'm not receiving those fines, hopefully. Right now. <laughs> but it's different too. <laughs> you don't just pick your one vote. You don't just say like, "Oh, I want Johnny you know, from the Green Party, you say like, I want Johnny from the Green Party first, and then I want oh, Sally yeah. from the Liberals. So it's very and, similar, yeah. To the no, no, it's, it's quite different. We don't have tiers. We no. pick one pick. Yeah. But one it's quite different. It doesn't matter if you live in Alberta. It, it doesn't matter what I vote, right? It's right. not going to represent what I really think. Because we're in here in Calgary. You know what everyone's voting. Everyone's voting conservative because we all saw the votes out east go the other way. And we're like, well, we need to have a voice. No. We see the broken system, and we don't fix it, and that's my problem. And that's why I got to speak up, man. This is, I I don't want to really do a podcast because it's a lot of work, but I kind of feel <laughs> not saying anything is negligent. For us to sit around and just do our thing, and we know the answers. We do. Everyone I'm going to talk to on this podcast, you all know the answers. Well, I think humanity knows the answers, but people yeah. have the the problem is people for the most part. Uh, only think for themselves like and you can you can see that especially right now in 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 the united states in my opinion i think that um their system is um i mean you can you can you can vote for the the president of the united states and they can have um you know, they, they don't they they might not necessarily get the um, the popular vote, but they'll still get in because of the the way that the system is set up. The college, I mean, the college vote. Yeah, and the, the the issue there, and I think it's happening more here now too, is the polarization of the left and the right. So you have a system now that uh, where it's so um, it's so polarized that. Uh, and it's not not quite as bad here because we, you know, we can have a minority government or we, you know, there's, it's not just one, one thing or the other. Well, isn't right? that what we're rocking right now? That's how they got propped up. The liberals, yeah. right? They got propped yeah. up with the NDPs yeah. and now we don't have to have that flash election in November. Yeah. Right. But, and you know what? People say bad things about minority governments, but not all the time, but often I think things get done in a minority government because the parties have to work together. You think things get done because I thought that was a complaint. When you don't have a majority government, no one can push anything through because you're constantly trying to make deals. 
But I think you're right. I think like a minority government totally can work. Because well, it, it can hold the, the government of the day to, uh, to uh, accountability. Yeah. Right. Whereas in some something where you have ultimate power, you can just do whatever the hell you want. For the most part. Sorry, I just figured out what Mozzie was freaking out about. Is there a mouse under that? Have a peek. Just have a little peek. Just don't, don't peek your head down. Just look. I don't know if I want to. You want to look at this. It's, Is it a bone? Look at that. What's the cat? <laughs> it's the kitty. The paw. cat. <laughs> Sorry. The dog's eating the cat. Mozzie was freaking out because the cat went under the couch. I thought I was reaching Aww. for a toy and I was like sweeping my arm under there trying to grab it. Aww. That's pretty funny. I thought yeah. there's going to be cat's a mouse. just having a little there. nap down no, there. Cat took care of the mice, man. That's why I got one. That's good. I'm um, sure Deb's loving this on the podcast. Oh, yeah. No, she's loving it. <laughs> now it's into the world. We've got mouse problems, but not yeah. for much longer. <laughs> Actually, not at all. I haven't seen. And the cat does work. This cat's not broken. Uh, there was like, she was scratching at the vent where I'd stuck a mouse trap. She smelled it. Oh, it was cool. dead, all right. Sorry for all you pet lovers out there and mice lovers, but I have no <laughs> mercy. There's two animals that shouldn't exist on this earth. Mice, mosquitoes, right? Can I get a... Heck yeah. <laughs> I think I'm all <laughs> by myself. Yeah. But yeah, mice and mosquitoes. Um, I have used the uh, humane traps for mice before. Do you drive them out to the... I just dumped them in the neighbor's house. <laughs> That's why you have so many mice. You saw. Totally. You just bring them back. I bring them here. Cross the border. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cross border Some mouse. BC mice. In Mousing. a sack. Yeah. In a big <laughs> Hessian bag. Wait till I start bringing the rats. Oh, God. Oh God. No, they don't survive in Alberta. No. Alberta's they tried rat that. free. Yeah. We're rat free. Yeah. Yeah. Well, except for Stephen Kenny, maybe. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, that is the current environment, right? It's hostile, and everyone has their complaints. And Do you know what? I, I'm, I don't know quite enough right now about Alberta politics, but even I, I think he's done a politics, really decent job with with all things that are happening. Right I think, now, yeah, so. it's a tough place to be in, yeah. to be in charge and have to deal with this. And I do like that, and I hate to agree with them because again, it's agreeing with that conservative side that I don't normally support. I guess. But I do believe in fiscal responsibility. I do believe like there's more to COVID than just the health side. If we don't take care of ourselves financially, we're also going to die. Yeah. Right. There's all sorts of angles that we have to look at this. And I'm glad we're trying to keep business going. I'm glad to see you guys still in business. You know, no, it's, it's good to still be in business. Yeah. It's a good business. We did some business outside today. You saw we did. Yeah, spread yeah, the word yeah. on Halloween. Trading. Halloween, yeah. We yeah. traded some, some goods. <laughs> Squares for sauerkraut. Squares for sauerkraut. It is a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is it all, like, how are you doing? I know it's been tough. COVID's tough. It's been a bit tough, but we've, I I hate to use the term pivoted, but we we did have to pivot and um, we had to lay some people off, which was not uh, an easy easy thing to do. Um, I do have to say that, um, um, you know, a lot of the, the government programs that were introduced uh, have helped us in, in, um, in to stay alive. So um, we we are appreciative of of um, of the help that has been put out there for small business. Um, is that like federal or is that BC specific? That would, that's federal. That's no, federal. I'd have to say that the federal um, help that really um, helped us was the the wage subsidy program. Yep. Um, we had to lay staff off, and once we were able 
to um, to see that we could use the wage subsidy program and get people back to work. It was very beneficial for our staff to get them back to work, but also for us to keep running as a company and yep. and um, just get back to uh, operations rather than us just going like bare minimal, like minimal service, just scratching at what we could get through. We were able to hire people back and continue to operate. And that's amazing because you're not running a lot of the front business, right? less that's markets and other things. So you're finding yeah. ways to use them behind the scenes more, online, shipping, I guess. Oh, everything, yeah. You know, our yeah. staff have, have Just, really stepped up and taken um, sort of roles in our business that we would normally do, but we're able to pass those roles on to them and to, to keep them employed in that way. So, Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people struggling right now trying to pivot or adapt. Yeah. So that's good advice. I mean, tapping government resources and adjusting. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm not, it, it can't, it can't last forever, obviously. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, um, there will be some businesses that, uh, that do have to fold and that's, uh, it's, 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 it's tragic. Um, is the ice cream a big part of your strategy moving forward? <laughs> no, we do love the ice cream. I, I love the ice cream. Um, yeah. It's um, a collaboration with uh, Rain or Shine uh, Ice Cream in Vancouver, and uh, and uh, we typically we have a um, a spring launch with it, but uh, uh, this year we're we 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 brought it on for uh, full time, so we sell it full time from our our location in uh, Gastown. So, okay, this question is a little bit controversial mm. if i say it's retardedly good <laughs> is that okay like is it all right if i say stuff like it's retarded good that's nice that you feel that way um i wouldn't use that <laughs> that you enjoy that's it that what much. i'm asking is the r word so heinous now that when i use it in a positive manner this is probably not going to make the cut i'm just going to be really quite honest <laughs> but i needed to ask it because it was in my notes yeah because i did write down it is retarded as in amazing and i was like that to me Growing up in the 80s, here Ridiculously in Calgary. Ridiculously good. That's the way. So I could substitute it. Yeah. I could substitute it. This does bring me to a segment later, the off-the-cast segment. I see. I really don't want to get into it yet. We'll get there. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> no, it's... um, it's, it's um, <laughs> I'm scared of it. I'm scared, Dad. I don't know if we're we, ready for we it. We love that you enjoy it that much. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Lemon love. Um, Okay. Here's another, I, I needed segments. So here's my segment. <laughs> what do the following things have in common? Oh, That's a good one. That is good. There's probably a jingle that goes with it, and then I'd play do, it right do, about do, now. Do, do, do. Okay, I'm just going to loop you singing that every time I do this. Oh, that was the Crime Junkies <laughs> tune, so you can't use that one. Are you ready? Here's the list. Let's do All it. right. Bruce McCullough, Tegan and Sarah, Stanley Cup 89, Ginger Beef, The Caesar... And the 88 Olympics. They're oh, all from Calgary. Oh, from Calgary. Hello, Calgary. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. right. I did my research. I love... All right, come on. Back it up. Okay. Here we go. What do we start with? Ginger beef? Okay, we might as well start with ginger beef. Yeah. Right, cool. So, well, Alberta here. beef, my friend. It's got to put something on that beef. That's right. Why not be ginger? <laughs> uh, ginger beef here, native Calgary dish served up in the 80s, I think it came out. 
and is now spread across all Americanized Chinese uh, restaurants. Cool. Right? It's your standard. Um, the Caesar. I was surprised at this. I didn't actually think Calvary. Do you know how old the, the Caesar, Caesar is? He's 50. It's 50. It shares a birthday with me. Oh, yes. really? Yeah. yeah. Wally nice. in the Caesar. 69, you, dude. Did you drink it that year? Oh, I guess. <laughs> when I was born? Probably not. <laughs> well, you would have been one, wouldn't you? Uh, Maybe, yeah. Okay, Wasn't but it how old were you during the profitable, I, I'm going to stress, and mm. profitable 88 Olympics? Um, <laughs> that make you the then? profitable 88 Olympics? That would have been 18. Oh, 18. Oh, just a... Just grown up enough to go hit the bars here in Calgary. Another great thing here in Calgary. Proper age limit, right? Yeah. What's the age limit in BC right now? Still it's 19? 19. 19. Yeah. yeah. I think if you can vote. Speaking of voting. But I think if you can vote. like You can have a season. You should have a season. I would agree. <laughs> yeah, you go to the bar and have a season. Well. And some ginger beef on the side. Ginger beef, a Caesar, <laughs> and some Olympics. Um, I'm going to get back to Stanley Cup. Bruce McCullough. You probably know. Maybe you don't. Or maybe I don't. You definitely wouldn't there, Dan. Bruce uh, McCullough? Mm. Sorry. No. Who's he Bruce? moved out to Toronto to join a troupe of comedians. Integral to Canadian society. No? Not ringing a bell? My pen! Or what else does he have? Uh... That's because I have a cabbage for a head. Oh, jeez. Of course. Um, That's some really obscure references. Uh, what else did he do? These are the Daves I know I know. These, these are the Daves, Daves I, know. I know. Some of them are David, but most of us are Daves. We all have our own hands, but they come from different moms. Oh, gosh. Oh, is this like Bob and Doug or something? Ooh, that's close. No, it's... The Australians uh, being you there. Dave well, and... <laughs> Dave and You're someone. embarrassing our country. It's not SCTV. It's, um... He just called us CTV with Bob and Doug, right? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, it's the kids in the hall. Kids in the hall. It's the kids oh, in the hall. There you go. Uh, yeah, you've been I away a that. long time. Are you majority Calgary or are you majority now BC? I'm a Canadian, Esau. Uh, <laughs> thank you for answering my question. Coast to coast to coast. <laughs> that was a very Canadian so do answer, Wally. cheer for the Canucks or do you cheer for the Flames, Walt? I cheer for both. Oh. Yeah. But, I mean, they meet up in the Stanley Cup, and you're like, ooh, I got to pick one. He plays uh, for both You know, I, I probably would still cheer for Calgary, yes, honestly. because there's I, a feeling in the air. Did you hear that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I would, yeah. yeah. My, I, would be te- I would be teetering towards Calgary. If, if Calgary won, I would be quite happy. Oh, so. man. But it's, it's a struggle inside of you now. <laughs> well, wait till Seattle comes on board. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, the Kraken. The, oh, the nice jerseys. Yeah. They are nice. Yeah. And Dan, I'm going to ask you what's in my notes here. You bet. Are you full on Canadian yet? Pucks in your stocking with which NHL logo? Um, don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> so I guess the answer is no. I wish. No I am. Pucks in your stocking. The, the, the <laughs> <laughs> is the puck in my stocking? I don't know. Hmm. All right. But uh, <laughs> have you played hockey? I'm working since towards come? it. Have I played hockey? Hell no. Oh man. Okay. No, no I don't skate. I uh, snowshoed once. That's about <laughs> it. But I have had many seasons, and I have listened to and sang many times at the bar 
Spirit of the West. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I know it's not Calgary, but... What's the song? Come on. We all know oh, the song. Oh, here we go. You'll have to, to excuse, excuse me. me. I'm not at my best. Oh, I like it with the Australian accent. I've, I've been, been drunk for, for a month. I've, I've been, been drunk, drunk since I left. These so-called vacations will soon be my death. I'm so sick from the drink. Here's the I title. Home for a rest. There it is. That's the song. There you go. Another great Canadian band. And bringing us to the other band here from Calgary. What's And this is like the bonus question to this whole, oh. like, what are these all associated to? Part of the game that I'm going to play every week. Uh, what song, International... Uh, rose to international fame, written by the Calgary couple, Tegan and Sarah. What was the song? What was the song? Every child knows it. <gasps> oh, uh, this is a tough one. Isn't it like Hell Bob the Builder or something? <laughs> oh, no. It's something like SpongeBob SquarePants. Or... I'll give you a hint. It was for a movie. Oh, Everything is awesome. Oh, Everything is Dan, cool man. when you're part of a team. Yes. That's kind of like my personal cheerleading song for myself. <laughs> so you wake up in the morning. Totally. <laughs> Love the Lego song. Oh, was right. that a Lego song? Totally, yeah, from the Lego movie. But it's Tegan and Sarah right here from Calgary. I had no idea. There you go. That's it. And uh, I think that's the whole list. Bruce McCullough, the 88 Olympics. We got to the Stanley Cup. I wanted to ask you about the stockings. So there we go. Okay, no, so no final, in my stock. Final questions. Speed round. Speed round. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. Who's going to win the election? Well, sadly. Oh. Go ahead. I think it's going to be Trump. I don't want it to be, but sadly, I think it will be. Wally? I, d I don't really want to say because I don't want to jinx anything. Wow. I'm cautiously optimistic that, uh, that it will be... Uh, Biden, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if it was Trump. I um, I think the Democrats will will sweep the houses. Like I think they'll they'll. Um, but then I think if Trump obviously if Trump gets in, then they'll be working against a megalomaniac in the, yep. in the White House. So um, I think we'll see a lot more. Uh, well, there is there has been a, a ton more. Uh, women of color uh, in the, the election this year, which I think is awesome. I think we need more women in politics. Yep. I think you look at New Zealand uh, right now, and uh, they're doing phenomenal. I think they, you know, they've got um, they've got uh, a system there where they can reach across like the uh, the parties and and uh, the the folks. It seems to me that the folks that uh, that voted for the the party um, down there. There, it's a very diverse group of, of people from all different walks of life. So, I think that's a good thing. Um, all right. Sorry, I didn't have my next lightning Sorry. question ready for you. And on the record, uh, Biden. I'm calling Biden on this win only because I think that uh, that undecided middle group, the one that holds, is like we want something new. Let's try Trump. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. that group is just like, no, we need something old. We, right. Like Biden. <laughs> yeah, good point. Right? I just kind of feel like that is the swing, I hope. The suburban housewives? Why oh, don't you Molly. like me? God. Well, no, that's, that's, what, that's what he said. He and was... that's why we're asking Dan, right? Yeah. As the uh, real housewife of Martin Luke, <laughs> this guy knows better than exactly. all of us. Exactly. 
Yes, I, it is Halloween and I am dressed in a, a house coat <laughs> and uh, lipstick, <clears throat> for the record. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> and Halloween. I am dressed as a housewife, as my um, Halloween costume. So, All right. Uh, sorry, this is lightning round. Process versus outcome. Oh. Dan? Process. Hmm. Hmm. Anyone else? Outcome. Okay. I think outcome as well. Hmm. That means you're from Calgary. Can't you elaborate? <laughs> We're from Calgary. Uh, that, that's my elaboration. I'm <laughs> talking about it. results. And honestly, it comes down to this. And I've heard this from, and it's not just me, and I'm not complaining about anyone in my life. I'm just going to say up front. But when there's things to be done around the house, and you know the person I work closest with and I are trying to get it done, mm-hmm. I find it works best if we write down the outcomes... <laughs> that we all want, and then we attack this thing. Because if we talk about the process of getting there, uh, we're not going to get anywhere. Gotcha. And it doesn't matter what process is done as long as the outcome is, as long as you have an outcome. Well, what if the process process was, you know, a smarter way to process things? But things uh, can be done in many ways. It doesn't just have to be one way. Well, what if the process was... Whack. An easier way. See, this is why outcome is better because when you talk about process, you never you never agree. Except I will give you some credence here. When it came to like mowing the lawn, say for instance, Ted used to mow our lawn. His process was to mow down everything that was in his way, including the little tree I got in grade oh. one, the little pine tree that Arbor I planted tree. in the oh. middle of the yeah. Remember that tree? They yeah. used to do that here in Calgary. He'd give you a tree to plant at home and then you grow this thing as you grow up mine never grew because ted kept cutting in it. his process found it was too difficult to mow around it and mowed it down every year it grew but it was a gnarled tough tree you mm. know what i mean like its owner it was a stump. you know what because ted did the same thing raising me <laughs> do you know the tree in the backyard in chillock that no. really weird looking pine tree in the garden actually yes now i do that was my tree oh wow my and it looks like a piece of crap right now, but it's still alive. Uh, do you believe in aliens? <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I believe in aliens. Okay, I'm not talking about bacterial aliens on Mars. I'm talking about things that have come down here, probed us. Typically, they probe <laughs> us, right? That's kind of what happens. And you then think? they send you on your way and you forget everything. Those aliens? Well, <laughs> I would say I believe in life on other planets. I don't think that we uh, have a... Um, I don't think we can be the only planet that has life. So, hmm. so an alien could be another life form in my mind. Doesn't have to be a little green creature that crawls around and. But it would you consider like some kind of bacterial culture growing on Mars an alien? Because it Not is really, but I suppose it is. Well, okay, so be you're talking form. alien. You're talking about something that thinks, builds oh, yeah. stuff. Doesn't have to be a sentient type being, but it like a I dog maybe. It could be a other, dog. It could be a dog alien, or maybe a cat alien, like uh, Izzy's holding. Right I definitely now. think there's other like species similar to the human species on other planets that have contacted us. Possibly. Why not? Maybe they. Because there's no evidence. That's why my why not, and that's going to be the lead into my other episode: science versus all those bullshit series. Oh, like aliens. 
with but my friend and coworker you, Snake. Let me ask you this. And Mega Watts. Do you like watching shows about aliens? Uh, I used oh to. God. I used to love the X Files until yeah. I realized it was bogus. You know what I can't stand is those how about Spider Man reenactment videos, Ooh. reenactment shows. That's fiction. But I'm not claiming that Spider Man exists. But you're telling me that aliens. There's are so fiction. many people that believe that aliens exist now that I can't tolerate watching this fiction about it because I'm like it's all bogus and I know it and you guys totally. should know that. There's no well, it's those shows. Like it ghosts? doesn't mean that the the. It's the way that those shows are put together. They're, they're clever. They're, no, they're budget. They're like so poorly put together. Well, I quite enjoy them. Not and, that I, I did. And like, to answer please, your question, I, I, I feel, do believe in ghosts. Please, uh, you know. Okay, there's going to be a whole episode on ghosts and we're <laughs> inviting Andre. I love that people... Oh, that's great. Uh, do you remember Andre's ghost in his house ways. that he talked about? Oh. Who turned his TV on and all that stuff? Yes. Yeah, I want to hear about oh. this. Because well, I'm having trouble. I want to have my mom on. Oh yeah, for real. My mom, you she swears have... by meeting the oh. ghosts of her father and have all sorts of ghosts. Have my in her mom life. on too. Oh really? Have 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 all the moms on. Have a mom, a mom Andre episode. ghost day. <laughs> the moms on this day in the spring. Oh, I like that. What you looking at? Hey, Misty. Is there a ghost out there? You mean Mosey? It is. Tis what the I said, Misty. That was weird. That was weird, wasn't it? That was. I was. That was Your weird. lips didn't even move. I swear it was like a younger you. So who was Misty, Wally? Dead. Misty is their dog when they grew up. You mean dead, dead dog? What? Dead dog. Talking from the dead. Well, maybe Misty was, was talking to me. Speaking of dead things, is poetry dead? I hope not. It's not dead. It just went to bed. <laughs> Did um, it? <laughs> Isn't that poetic? What makes trying a great to be leader? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't mean to interrupt your poem that there. Cool. That was getting really... No, that's all I had. It was a haiku, wasn't it? It was short. What makes a great leader? Um, someone amongst the people. A I people say, person. I would say empathy makes a great leader. Someone who's empathetic to others. All right, and where's my last question here? Sorry. I've lost it. Well, you have lost it. It's the aliens amongst us. Okay, that's it. That, that was my last lightning round question. It was Love really it. slow off the <laughs> outtake there. Okay, are you ready? That's it. Awesome. This is, this is the inaugural episode, and it kind of ends on a little bit of a... I don't know where we went with that, but I was just really glad to have a good conversation, man. Well, yeah. you know what it was all about? It's about the feeling in the air that you can't get anywhere. Except in... Calgary. Calgary. The only place that really belongs yeah. with that song. It's true. Yeah, and the place we're going to be recording this from here on in to give you a perspective. And we're not your typical Calgarians. I'm going to be quite <laughs> honest. I'm Calgarian by trade. Right? Eats beef, shoots rifles, and votes conservative. And that's not, I don't know. That's just not my mold. And that's why I wanted to do this uh, Hello Calgary, a little outside looking perspective and bring some nice. new people in who have been from Calgary. Yeah, yeah. Who are new to Calgary, new to Canada. Thanks for having us. All right. And yes. now I'm going to just get into a few of the off the record questions I didn't want to include in this episode. Is that all right? Sure. 
All right. Okay, but first, I'm going to sign off. Take care. Enjoy the song. Thank you, Dan and Wally, for uh, coming and joining this episode. Yeehaw! Thank you. It's been a it's been a it's been a pleasure. I hope uh, this uh, gets people thinking about Lemon Squares and you go buy some right now while you're sitting at home. Go order. Go online. www.lemonsquare.ca. Thelemonsquare.ca. Thelemonsquare. Yeah, that's what he said. All right. Bye. This episode has been brought to you by the Lemon Square. <laughs> oh, nice! They're giving us money. <laughs> <laughs> we out.